No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They say you can't keep a good man down, and this was certainly the case with Joseph. As difficult as life was, God kept blessing him. We hope you'll join us now as Pastor Daryl continues in Genesis chapter 40 on Simply the Bible. Poor Joseph, sold as a slave, framed by his master's wife, and thrown into Pharaoh's dungeon. What's a nice guy like Joseph doing in a place like this? We pick it up in Genesis chapter 40. It came to pass after these things that the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was angry with his two officers, the chief butler and the chief baker. So he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the prison, the place where Joseph was confined. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he served them. So they were in custody for a while. When we think of a butler, we think of an English domestic servant, such as we might find in Downton Abbey. But the butler of Pharaoh was an important position. He was the cupbearer and responsible that nothing poisonous was placed in the king's drink. He was also the overseer of the royal vineyards and cellars with probably hundreds of people under him. The baker, or cook, was responsible for all the food served at the royal table. He had to be a person of great confidence, for the king had many enemies. Now, we don't know why Pharaoh was angry with the butler and the baker. Perhaps someone had gotten sick and the king didn't know if it was food or drink that got them sick. Or maybe the baker burnt the toast and the butler spilled the wine. Who knows? But Pharaoh had absolute authority and there was no appeal process. The butler and baker soon find themselves in prison. Pharaoh puts them in custody of the captain of the guard. We were told earlier that Potiphar was the captain of the guard. So is he the overseer of this prison? If so, it would explain why Potiphar put Joseph there. Now, if Potiphar had any doubts about Joseph's integrity, by this time he knows that Joseph is trustworthy for he puts the butler and baker in his charge. Joseph is a servant leader to them. Because God was with Joseph wherever he went, the Lord blessed him and gave him positions of responsibility. God was grooming him. God was preparing him for what he would be doing later. Proverbs 18.16 says, A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Verse 5. Then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream, both of them. Each man's dream in one night, and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. So he asked Pharaoh's officers, who were with him in the custody of his Lord's house, saying, Why do you look so sad today? It is interesting how many times in the Old Testament did God gave people dreams. Some people knew God, some did not. But it was God's means to communicate with people. 
Today we have the full canon of Scripture, and the Word is the primary means God uses to communicate. However, on the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up and quoted the prophet Joel, saying, And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. Therefore, we cannot rule out the possibility of God communicating with people today through visions and dreams. But of course, these must always be judged by the Word of God. One thing that strikes me about Joseph is that if anyone could be excused for feeling sorry for himself, it would have been him. All his life, he had sought to honor his father and please God, and where had it landed him? He had been sold as a slave by his brothers, falsely accused by Potiphar's wife, and cast into the dungeon of Pharaoh. But through all these injustices, we don't see Joseph manifesting even an ounce of self-pity. On the contrary, we see that he is sympathetic toward his fellow prisoners. He observes that they look sad, and he asks them about it. I have found that people who have a pity party have little concern for others, and people who care for others don't have time to feel sorry for themselves. Verse 8, And they said to him, We each have had a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. So Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell them to me, please. We see another wonderful quality in Joseph, in that although he is tremendously gifted, he is quick to give glory to God. We understand the reason why God so mightily used him. Has God gifted you in some way? Then be thankful and give God the glory for what he has given to you. Then share it with others. This is the pathway to indescribable joy. Verse 9. Then the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, Behold, in my dream a vine was before me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded, its blossoms shot forth, and its clusters brought forth ripe grapes. Then Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup and placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Now within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your place, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand according to the former manner when you were his butler. But remember me when it is well with you, and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away from the land of the Hebrews, and also I have done nothing here that they should put me into this dungeon." How does Joseph know the interpretation of the dream? It is a gift. Later, we will see that Daniel also possesses this gift. There are three pairs of dreams in Joseph's life. The two he had at home, these two, and the two that Pharaoh would have. Each of these dreams has numbers that are significant. In the two dreams Joseph had, the numbers represented his family members. In the dreams of the butler and the baker, the number three represents three days. 
In three days, Pharaoh would lift the butler out of prison and restore him to his former position. Now, Joseph sees this as an opportunity to get out of jail free. He tells the butler, when you get out of this place, don't you forget about me. Joseph says, I haven't done anything to deserve this treatment. Verse 16, when the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream and there were three white baskets on my head. In the uppermost basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. So Joseph answered and said, This is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head from you and hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh from you. Whoa! The baker sort of hangs back to see how the interpretation goes down with the butler. And when he sees that it's favorable, he shares his own dream. But I'll bet he wished later that he hadn't. I'm sure this was a disturbing dream for the baker even before he knew the interpretation. There would be nothing more frustrating than to prepare baked goods for the king only to have birds spoil them. Now, I wonder if this interpretation was difficult for Joseph to give. I mean, imagine having to tell someone in three days you will be hanged and the birds will eat your flesh. Don't you think it would have been tempting to sugarcoat it a bit? I mean, you know that in three days the guy's going to die anyway. He's going to lose his head. Wouldn't it just be easier to tell him that, it's hey, it's going to be okay? When we have bad news to share, we tend to soften the blow. But I don't see Joseph softening the blow. He isn't obnoxious or rude. He just tells it like it is. Likewise, we need to be honest in our dealings with one another, even if it means saying hard things. Now, we should seek to speak them in love. But the Bible says in Ephesians 4.25, Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another. Verse 20. Now it came to pass on the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast for all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And then he restored the chief butler to his butlership again, and he placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Joseph nailed the interpretation point by point. Verse 23, Yet the chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Poor Joseph. The butler is so excited to get out of the dungeon and back to Pharaoh's court that he forgets all about him. God was creating a situation where Pharaoh wouldn't be doing Joseph a favor. He would need Joseph to interpret his dreams. God kept Joseph baking in the oven another two years. Don't you know that all of this was testing poor Joseph? That is exactly what the scripture says. We read in Psalm 105:17, He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. 
Joseph was tested by the word of the Lord. What word? The dreams that he had received 11 years earlier as a teenager that showed him that God had a wonderful plan for his life. But how long before this came to pass? How long, Lord? And this is where Joseph's faith in God was tested. Of course, we have the benefit of knowing the rest of the story. We could be cheerleaders in the prison saying, Go, fight, win. Hang in there, Joe. It won't be long. But when you're going through it, when you are rejected and accused and forgotten, when you are stuck in a dark place and all your efforts to get out have failed, then the word of the Lord is testing you. Will you believe what God has said? Don't lose faith in the word of the Lord. Don't lose heart. Hang in there. Help is on its way. That's more than wishful thinking. That's the promise of God who tells us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the through to Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, just go to their website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. We'd love to hear from you. Joseph may have thought that he was forgotten in prison, but God was about to lift him up further than he could have imagined. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue in Genesis on Simply the Bible. 